<laughs> he Darth Vader. Luke. Luke <laughs> <laughs> I am your father. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I we think I'm kind of, like, slap happy. I like you when you're like that. Like, slap happy. My head's been, like, Heart throbbing game. all day long. Like, 5 o'clock at work. I just threw my hood up at work. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Just threw my hood. Because the lights are so freaking bright above my desk. Because like, I have fluorescent lights. Yeah. Those are the worst. And so I just did that, and I kind of just, like, chilled in my freaking... And I just, like, laid back. I hardly did any work the last hour and a half. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do that. Yeah. I've I've had, like, a... Not, like, a pounding headache all day, but, like, a slight headache. But I think it's literally because, like, for the last three days... You've been jamming. Like, hardcore jamming to Broadway musicals. <laughs> like And, like, Frozen, too. And... It's just my, I think my own voice is hurting my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also got like this sore. I think I like bit the inside of my cheek. Ugh, I hate that. I do that sometimes. I think I told you this. And you now did, it's like yeah. a canker sore thing. And so like, I think it's making it 10 times worse. Talking? Yeah. So, Here I um, am. Making you record. If somebody drops something, it's probably just a bone. Okay. That sounds really loud. When they lose, yeah. I hear you. We're recording now. Oh, are we? Yeah, oh, for like okay. a minute now. Oh, right. As soon as you started breathing like Darth Vader, I hit record because I think it's Luke, funny. <laughs> I am your father. We need, to f- we need to finish those movies. <laughs> yes, it is. Let's do it. Let's, mm-hmm. let's plan for Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. And then Saturday I'll come over and we'll play games. Okay. I'm moving in with you this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Every weekend. Where are you going to sleep? In the basement? Yeah. I'll just sleep under under your um, table for your puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> you know the dog beds in there. They look pretty cozy. So I mean. I it's kind of just... hot in there though sometimes. Oh, yeah. Not hot to sleep in the basement. I get so <laughs> hot at your house. I swear. Yeah, Hold on. Before we start, actually start. I need to show you the picture he sent me. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to read it to you, okay? I don't know if he sent it to you or not. Okay. Uh, he hasn't. Okay. It said, oops, you've just killed someone. What is the most creative way to hide the body? And this was someone replied to, and they crossed out his name or whatever. It says, ever since I was a kid, I always thought that if I had to hide a body, it would be smart to keep it somewhere temporary, then leave an anonymous tip to the police about it being buried in a certain place. Then, no, it says, they will then dig that place up, realize it's not there, and move on. Then I'd bury the body in that place. The freshly dug up soil won't be suspicious, and the police wouldn't look there because they've already gone. Like, they already have. That's it's, brilliant. Someone comment. It scares me that this dude started his dead body hiding scheme with ever since I was a kid. <laughs> Like, ever since he was a kid, he came with this fucking brilliant idea. My cousin Michael, at dinner tonight, I sat next to him, and he had his little tablet, you know, and he had this game, and this game literally had, like, a body, like, not, it didn't look like a human, it had a human body, but it didn't, like, have a face, it looked like a, like, a dummy doll type thing. Okay. Tied up to the ceiling, and Goose, like, Michael, he shows it to me, we call him Goose, he shows it to me, and it has, like, all these knives in it. I think I've seen something like this before. I like I looked at my aunt Sarah and I was like, "You are raising a serial killer," and she was like, "Yeah, he's just weird." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, he is." That's yeah, so what one of you guys are sliced up and diced up. You know, it'll be 
You're a witness. You knew it. <laughs> I'm going to go to prison. Oh, I need to <laughs> apologize. Um, uh, the last time we recorded, I burped. I burped. But I cut your burp out because I, no one was speaking over it. And I burped over like you were talking and you didn't repeat it. So I had to keep the burp in there. I thought the whole podcast started with me burping. Did it? I'm pretty positive it did. I don't think so. I can't remember. I have to go back and listen. But my mom was really mad at me, and she told me that I needed to apologize <laughs> because she raised me better than that. So there, mom, I am sorry for my hold on manners or, or lack thereof, rather. Oops. Okay. So I'm doing my story. Well, I first I should say I got. Can I say something? Yeah. <laughs> I asked you when you wanted to do this, and you're like, not Wednesday and not Friday. It's fucking Friday night at like 10 o'clock. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like almost 10.30. So I was oh, I didn't want to do Friday night oh because gosh. of I had like Elizabeth's, my cousin Elizabeth's birthday dinner, and I didn't know how long that was going to be. And then you were like, let's do Thursday. And I was like, okay. And then my mom was like, I'm cleaning the basement. By the way, my mom did not even come in the basement. I was about to say, I came down here and I was like, this bitch, like, yeah, no, no. she didn't even want to see me no, last night. No, no, no. She literally, I got home and um, she's like, oh, um, you and Joe could have recorded tonight. And I was like, no, like now I'm not in the right mindset. I'm not mentally prepared. No. So it's Friday night. This is what we're doing on our Friday night. If I wasn't here, I'd be sleeping right now. So Honestly. If you weren't here, I would be sleeping right now, too. But we'll just, <coughs> we'll try to, we'll try to make it kind of fast so is we're not exhausted. Is your story a big story? Not big. No, not like lengthy-wise. Like, is it like a well-known? Yeah, I Because you said so. I probably know it. Yeah, I think you do. I'd right. like to start off by saying that I got all of my information from Wikipedia. All of it. <laughs> I got most of mine from... A Nicaraguan site. Ooh, I'm, I'm really excited to hear yours. Because a lot of the other sites... That, oh, and I, I watched uh, Ghost Hunters International. Ooh, look at you. You prepared. And there was another one on that that I was going to do. It was more like demonic and stuff. <laughs> but then the next one was in my grandma's uh, actual hometown. That's so cool. I'm so very excited to hear it. I was like, all right, I'll just do that one instead. I wrote this, like, I did my night, my nights, my notes for this story when I was in class. Not while, I, not like while class was happening, just for the record. But um, I have to get to school, like, over an hour early because of work. So I, like, sat out in the hallway and, like, did notes. And then, like, once the doors opened, I went in and did my notes. And I know there are people behind me probably like, why is this girl <laughs> researching this? But anyway, I'm doing my story, my story on the disappearance of Beverly Potts. So far, it doesn't sound familiar. Okay. I think you'll know it once I, like, really get into it. Okay. So, she was born April 15th, 1941 in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, just 10 years later, on August 24th, 1951, which is, like, really close. Like, she, she had just turned 10. She went missing a few blocks from her home after attending a show at a nearby park. And I think the show was, like, um, a carnival-type thing going on. Mm-hmm. So... Beverly and her friend Patsy went to see the Showagon in Halloran Park, which was less than a quarter of a mile from both of their homes. And this outing, 
quote unquote, like to go see this show was considered like really special because after the it got dark, the park was considered unsafe. So they generally weren't allowed to leave their houses. And they were young, like 10 years old. So they left for the park on their bikes around 7. And then like they decided after they got there, I guess, that the crowds were too packed and they couldn't like traffic through them with their bikes. Mm-hmm. So they went home to drop their bikes off. And came back to the park around 8. And all we know is that they got to the park before 8.30. Okay? Okay. So, at 8.45, Patsy decides that she needs to head home because she'd promised her mom that she'd be home before dark. Her friend. This is her friend. But Beverly said she was given permission from her parents to stay throughout the entire show. So, she was like, I'm not leaving. So... Bye. Bye. <laughs> so Patsy went home alone, and she said, like, the last time I saw Beverly was in the crowd. She was watching the show still. That's – I just go. What? What? I just couldn't imagine. I'm assuming the friend lived. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so could you imagine that? Like, no. Like, me and you out at, like, a concert or something, and like, oh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom real quick. Well, we did that. Like, when we went and seen – um. Brown. Yeah, like I was like, I'll be right back. I go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, but imagine that, you know, like, yeah, oh, I'm terrible. gonna go get a beer and then you just never see me again. No, no, I would like if you weren't there within, if you weren't back within like ten minutes. Well, I mean, concerts. That's a little, you know, because the lines at the porta potties are. I know, uh, but I'm pretty sure that I had to poop while we were at the concert because I had. I think you remember because we went out to eat. Fifty Fourth Street <laughs> always gives me like belly pains, but it's so good. Yeah, the Gringo Dip. The Gringo—it's probably the Gringo Dip that gets me. You know. I don't know what they cheese. put in my shit, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's so good and also makes you gotta poo. Yep. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, the last time Patsy saw her friend Beverly was when she was in the crowd watching the show. So, at around 9.30, a 13-year-old boy who knew Beverly claimed that he saw her leaving the park heading diagonally, like, through it. Mm-hmm. And this would have been the quickest route to her home, so, which would have been, like, only a few minutes walk. So, the boy claims to recognize her by her duck-like gait, which means she walked with her toes pointing outward. Oh, okay. Like this. Mm-hmm. Which, I only pointed, I only put that in there because I'm pigeon-toed, mm-hmm. and I walk with my toes. And? inward but not like super dramatic but it's recognizable if you know if you pay attention um anyway several other people witnessed her or a girl that resembled beverly near a battered black 1937 dodge coupe it was idling on west 117th street and she was seen speaking to two men who were inside the vehicle so various accounts said they saw this around between 8.30 and 9.30. No one saw Beverly enter the car, though. So, 10 o'clock rolls around, and Beverly still isn't home. So, her family decides to search the area. Like, they knew where she was supposed to be. So, they search the area, search the park. Still nothing. An hour later, at 11, they decide to call the cops. Um, As soon as the cops heard about this, they immediately launched a large-scale search. Nothing was discovered, even after... Even after several days' worth of door-to-door canvassing of nearby neighbors, tracing suspicious cars, searching nearby vacant lots, and using a plane to survey open railway cars. Um, Even though they got thousands of telephone tips, and it was like, because there was so much extensive coverage about it, people were calling, you know, Mm -hmm. they still didn't have any leads. 
So family members were really quickly cleared that there, there was like no family involvement. And it was determined that she had a very happy home life and it made her running away super unlikely. Which I like that they did that quickly because that's normally like the number one thing they say like, oh, well, maybe she's just a runaway. Yeah, that's what, that's what, um, Karen and what's her name from My Favorite Murder. Georgia? Yeah. Um, they talk about that a lot and there's like, we, they hate that, that's the first thing the media and everything goes to is, oh, they must have had a terrible life. They ran away. They... It's their fault they got murdered or raped right. or whatever because they ran away and they shouldn't have done that. Like, that's not the case probably 90% of the time. Well, and even if it is, even if they did run away because they had a terrible home life, that doesn't mean what happened to them was their fault or that they deserved it. You know what I mean? Or like, like, if a girl dresses a little... Hoey, provocatively. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wanted to say a worse word, but like... If a guy tries doing something, it's not her fault, Mm-mm. you know? Like, a guy should be able to contain himself and not do I re- anything. I read this thing one time, and I really loved it, and I never looked at, like, quote-unquote rape culture the same. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a woman speaking about her dog's favorite food, and she was like, I can put my dog's favorite food in front of him, and he won't... Oh, it scared <laughs> me. And he won't eat that food or touch that food until I tell him he can that's what our dogs do. Now our dogs are like, I wouldn't even say we trained them like this. They, they just kind of did it. That's because for some reason dogs have like more human decency than humans do. They mm-hmm. literally all sit there, look to make sure everyone's good to eat. Like they won't even touch their food until Comes everyone's the in the ready. kitchen ready to eat. That's they'll, adorable. They'll wait for Clover to get her food. That's cute. My dogs don't do that. <laughs> They are rude. They have no manners. But if I tell Samson no, he doesn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Remy's a little stupider. He's a baby, though. He is. He'll learn. Hopefully. So, shortly after she disappeared, I just put this in because I thought it was really cool. Shortly after she disappeared, her father's union, which was AFL Stagehands, they offered a $1,500 reward for any information about her whereabouts. And this was in, like, 1951, I think. So, that equals about $14,775 today. That's a lot of money for a reward for any information. But um, Beverly was known to be very shy around men, and she was really cautious of strangers. So, there was a theory that she had been lured by someone she already known and into a nearby house or car with the promise of, like, a babysitting job or a request for, like, a favor. Like, oh, can you run this errand for me? Or, like, would you be willing to do this? And they said, like, even though she was young, she babysat all the time. It's the 50s. Casey does a lot with Owen. Right. So, this led to the belief that she had been murdered by a neighbor and buried in or around the area. So, that belief led to only one search being carried out. In 1973, which is, like, years later, Mm -hmm. um, they searched a basement of what was then an auto body shop. No signs of her body were found, though, and no plausible suspect was uncovered. So I think that it was, like, probably going out of business or something. So they were like, what, let's check. They don't need anything to search. Right. So although there have been a few suspects over the years... There hasn't been anyone that was directly linked to the case, but I do have the suspects written out. Okay. So, in 1955, um, a Harvey Lee Rush, he was a drifter, and he 
like originated from Cleveland. He told California police, which is where he was at the time, that he had killed Beverly after luring her to a nearby bridge with candy. However, he claimed the murder occurred in 1952, which was the year after Beverly's disappearance. Once he was returned to Cleveland, you know, because they escort him back to Cleveland. Mm. Once he returned, he recanted his story and confessed that he just needed a way back to his hometown. I hate when there's, like, people that just, oh, I did it. Like, I know with the Black Dahlia case. People to this day are still saying that they're the ones that did it. Like, that's... I don't understand wanting the fame for murdering someone. Right. I don't. I don't get it. It doesn't make... Well... That's I mean, how I today's feel about world, it. it's going to make you famous. But it's still like, <laughs> but, oh, I don't. Stamps. Why would you want to be known for that? Especially if you didn't do it. Yeah. I don't get it. The next person, it was in 1980. There were two retired Cleveland police detectives named James Furst and Robert Shankland. Which I'm mad that my last name isn't Shankland. <laughs> you know. Shank. Hey Shank, come here. I I literally would only want to be called that. <laughs> Both of these detectives revealed that they received a tip in 1974 from a local attorney with a client whose brother had supposedly confessed to the abduction of Beverly. They did find the brother, and they questioned him, and he had admitted to living near Halloran Park in 1951, the year she went missing, and he also admitted that he had a habit of picking up and molesting young girls there. Right, a habit. Sick. He claimed to not remember... Right, like it's just going and playing baseball. Right. (laughs) Disgusting. He says that he doesn't remember abducting Beverly, but that he does have flashes of memory that involved a girl named Beverly. The detectives were both convinced of his guilt, but the county prosecutors refused to... The county prosecutor's office refused to pursue the case because there was a lack of evidence. A lot of people think that it was him. Like, theory nowadays. Um, that's what I hate about these things. We're never going to know, mm-mm. you know, like I know only the person who did it knows. In 1988, <laughs> <laughs> in 1988, <laughs> um, William Henry Redmond, who was a native from Ohio and a former carnival worker, mm. he was indicted for the 1951 Pennsylvania murder of eight-year-old Jane Marie Althoff. I think that's how you say that. While he was in prison. No, I'm just kidding. I I'm can't do it I the can't. whole way. I don't like it. <laughs> I always wanted to do, um, <laughs> like, news anchor. Like, and tonight's news. <laughs> like, hey, Robin. Robin. Yeah, and Robin she, like, Chabotsky. winks to herself every night. <laughs> <laughs> There's the one uh, when Marnie's making her do things. He's like, I bet, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. And one is like, and I'm a dirty, dirty, dirty girl. girl. And slaps her butt. butt. That's so funny, Such yeah. a good show. It is. I'm going to need to rewatch all those <laughs> since I can't watch Friends anymore. Right. Anyway, so he was in prison for the murder of that eight-year-old mm-hmm. Jane. And he admitted to his cellmate that he had killed three other girls. But whenever he was questioned about Beverly, he refused to say anything. That was in Pennsylvania, though, right? Yes. Okay. But he was originally from Ohio. Oh, duh, okay. So, although he was living in the general area at the time of Beverly's disappearance, and he did have a record of child molestation convictions dating back to 1935, Beverly would have been much older than his previous victims, so they didn't, like, I guess, push it. 
whatever. She's she was ten. It's not like yeah. she was a adult. <clears throat> In 1994. That's a good year. It is a good year for both of us. Right. <laughs> um, mine was much later, but yours, yours started kind of early. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to think that, like, I was born in 1994, but I was born in October. So, like, really, I was only alive for, like, three months. Of 94. Isn't that weird? Anyway. <laughs> In 1994, there was a letter that was found under the carpet of a home in Cleveland that was written by a woman who claimed to have caught her husband disposing of Beverly's body in their furnace. But whenever they traced down the woman, she claimed that that wasn't true and the letter was written as a revenge fantasy against her abusive husband. Why would... Why would you go through the, the process of hiding it under your carpet, knowing that it would be found someday... And then being like, oh. I just hate that. Revenge. Re- revenge. Mm-hmm. People are trying to figure out who fucking killed this 10-year-old. You know, right. like. Right. Like, okay, yeah, that's this is a good time to get revenge on your abusive husband. How about you just divorce him like a normal person? <sighs> People. It's really easy for me to judge everyone, considering I've never been married. <laughs> oh, man. But but still, Brennan did some stupid shit. I'm not going to plot a You're not going to use someone, someone else's someone. death. Yeah, right. like someone else's disappearance and death is like a revenge towards him. So, beginning in two th- the year 2000, Y2K, um, we survived that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, more letters were sent to the reporter of the Cleveland Plain Dealer. His name was Brent Larkin. Um, the letters were supposedly from an elderly man who claimed he wanted to confess to molesting and murdering Beverly before his imminent death because he was sick. And he pledged that he was going to turn himself in on... August 24th, 2001, which was the 50th anniversary of Beverly's disappearance. But shortly after, nope, but shortly before the date, he wrote again to say that he had been placed into a nursing home and he was unable to honor his promise or reveal himself. So there was an extensive investigation looking for the man, but no clues about the identity of the author of the notes turned up and the letters are not believed to have been a hoax, like the Brent Larkin, the person who received them mm-hmm. he believes that they were hoax but other pl- people believe that they were genuine guess we'll never know right um beverly's still missing to this day her mom died in 1956 just a few years after her disappearance and they believe that her death was brought on by like depression and stuff well like by her beverly's disappearance like hastened the process of her yeah untimely death and her dad died in 1970 but her older sister continued to search for Beverly until her own death in 2006. And that's the disappearance of Beverly Potts. I don't think I heard that one, but um, it kind of reminded me. So I, I wasn't going to tell this story because I didn't even think about it. But I'm not you talking about it made me think of it. So um, at our old house, Luna, mm-hmm. every Friday, Saturday, Jill and Luke and Uncle Jay and all of them come over and hang out. And I can't, I don't, me and Brendan were together when this happened, but grandma was up there all just talking. There was this picture that 
it was like a drawn picture of my grandma and my grandpa Marty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a picture of a picture that was painted or drawn oh, okay. or whatever. And I don't know how it got brought up because I kind of remember just like slightly listening into it, and I eventually asked Jill about it later on. But pretty much, it was a girl. I think it was in California. And a little girl. I don't know how old she was. Probably same age, maybe a little bit younger. Ten. Yeah, like ten. Around maybe that age. A little age. bit younger. Yeah. And I think it was like I had to ask them, but she was like in their front yard playing or whatever, and this guy snatched her up or whatever. <gasps> And long story short, when I found the body, it was like a dog had the body like a chew toy. Aww. Like it was so fucked up and that was like skinned. And like they didn't know it was, they didn't know it was a, a human that the dog that's had. They thought so it was legit sad. a freaking like, chew toy. That's so sad. It was so just messed up and dirty and gross. I think it was like raped and everything, but where the picture comes in at is... This guy was in prison, and uh, my grandma, being how the person she is, loves God, wants to try to do everything she can in the world to help people and save them and stuff, and she, I don't know what year this was, but she was writing someone in prison. I feel like you've told me this story, but continue. Yeah, and I think this is how she found out about it later on, Mm -hmm. was... um, Talking to Jill and them about it. <coughs> you good? Yeah. And, um, but pretty much she found out, like, like, the guy wanted to see a picture of, like, what my grandma looked like. So she sent one of her and my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And he painted it and sent it back or whatever. And I think he signed it and everything. This picture, like, I remember growing up seeing this picture of my grandma's house. So crazy. And, um, and then whenever grandma did find out about it, she... Destroyed it. Destroyed it. She didn't like it, obviously. But I think this guy was, like, selling paintings in prison. Mm -hmm. Like like, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. And then they were eventually, like, sold on, like, the Vegas Strip and stuff like that. But just, like... insane. Small freaking world. You know, like, this guy murdered and molested a little girl and like that's my why grandma he, was just trying to help people and pray she, for them. He doesn't even know like probably why he's in prison to begin with and she's yeah. just like I remember Jill had to walk her home that night because like she was just like sick to her stomach like Aww. she couldn't believe it that's so sad your grandma was a very sweet woman yeah now I am super depressed <laughs> <laughs> okay so okay so tell me about something spooky <laughs> Okay, so this one, like, it's spooky, but it's not, like... I'm not gonna lose sleep. I think he would have lost sleep about the other one that I had half a page about, and then I saw this one in Leon, Nicaragua, and I'm Thank like... Thank God you changed left. your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other one is kind of freaking me out. Like, I don't know if I believe those... Believe those shows and stuff, you know, but... I believe there's... Something. Demons, a devil, and I stuff do too. Like that. Okay, so, uh, Leon, Nicaragua, that's where my abuela's from. It's the capital of Nicaragua. Where is it? Leon, Nicaragua. Leo? Leon, L-E-O-N. Leon. 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 Um, Beautiful, I love it. I love it. And it's known to be the most uh, haunted part of Nicaragua. Crazy. Which is kind of funny, because, like, 
I will as you like. <laughs> she's so like, I don't know how to explain it about her. Like, I think it's just that whole Hispanic thing. Mm-hmm. But they're really like religious, obviously, and they believe in all that stuff. And like, I believe in it, but they're like hardcore. I always think like that Coco movie, you know, like mm-hmm. they're. I love that movie. It's like a religion type thing. Yeah. It's their culture. It's just really thick. That's the best way I could describe it. It's yeah. thick. I don't know if that makes sense. And she's like that. It's funny. Yeah. But, um, all right. So this is called, uh, Carcella 21. So it's prison 21. Okay. It's the worst prison in Nicaragua and it was constructed in 1921. Because um, it was, is it called prison 21 because it was constructed in 1921? might have been. I don't know. They didn't say that. <laughs> there, there wasn't that much information on this, honestly. Like, I got most of it from the Ghost Hunters International. Ghost Hunters. It's now a museum. It was made into a museum in 2000. Um, So, it was only open for, like, 80 years? Yeah, something like that. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, burp. Burp, girl. We apologize for the burp in advance. I'm sorry, Lynette. All right. um, Okay. So, the guy that... So, this episode was filmed in, like... 2010 i think okay but the guy that was the manager at the time of the museum he said he wanted them to come check it out just because like security guards keep quitting oh wow because they're scared of shit me too (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't work somewhere that was haunted right um i I put it here as like i'm not 100 percent convinced when i watch these types of shows but would i be able to go into an old prison and church attached to a prison at night in nicaragua and not try to talk to ghosts like like there's gonna be ghosts you know yeah. like no thank i you. put no lol dot <laughs> <laughs> okay you don't even want to go to the missouri state penitentiary with me right. yeah well this this place fucked up shit okay so prisoners were killed there by many forms of torture um some ways of torture so one was like they would tie you by your ankles you just got me chills already (laughs) and sometimes it would dip you in feces Hmm. and then dip you in like this well or they would just not do feces and like dip you going head first into a well like to drown you yeah to like try to like i guess like a different type of waterboarding you know okay yeah um other tortures, they would file your teeth down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told Brother that he would. Ooh. I don't like that. <laughs> and oh. then another one, <laughs> how the guys reacted to this on the show, because this girl um, that was with them, she was from Nicaragua, and she was just explaining, you know, different parts of it and whatnot, and she was telling them everything that happens there. And what they would do is they like set you in like a, not like a giant pool, but like a pool. An electric shot your like genitals. Oh, why? Fuck, I don't know. I do not. <laughs> I do not like that at all. Okay, one guy that they were interviewing, and it was like him talking in Spanish, and then someone talking over him or whatever. But he was saying, um, when he was seventeen, a co- um, him and a couple of his buddies got arrested, and they were sent there, and um, they were doing the dunked into a pool, but electrical shock mm-hmm. as well. And he made it out like he was fine. I guess maybe he didn't have that bad of a crime. I don't know. But later on, eventually he got out of prison. And later on, for some reason, he wanted to get a job there as a guard. Like, why? Right. Like, why would you go back into the hell that you had to live through? Right. When he was 17 and that happened, he said that was the last time he seen his buddies. Hmm. And so 
um, when he was talking, he was saying that, like, I went back there to be a guard, and... His buddies were still there. He could, like, hear that torture happening and them saying his name. Aww. That's really sad. So, like, ghost of that happening. Oh. So not, not them actually still happening. Like, this Aww. was years later of him just being, like, a security guard. And he can hear, like... Ew, no, no, no. Ghosts calling, screaming his name, being tortured. They, like, knew he was there. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I don't like that at all. Oh, my God. Um, When prisoners were killed there, they would just throw them, in, like, in a giant hole. Oh. This was like one giant grave, and they eventually built a church on top of that hole. <laughs> what better to do with the hole, I mean? So in that church, people like hear their names being called. Like One of the guys Ew. that was setting up for like Christmas Mass, he said they just kept calling his name in his ear. Like He would just keep hearing Ew, that. No. Did I ever tell you about the time I heard my name called at this house? No. <laughs> Why are you telling me that? <laughs> so... Um, I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but just in case I haven't, I'll just do like a really quick rundown. I, um, when I went to Missouri State, I mm-hmm. came back. I had some problems. I couldn't be alone. I didn't like to be in the dark. I felt like I wasn't alone was the part that scared me. So I slept with the lights on. These Christmas lights, actually, that you're looking at right now, mm-hmm. they were um, around my bedroom walls. Okay. So they were plugged in 24-7. So one night I was laying in bed and I couldn't sleep because um, I had anxiety and it was crippling and but i was laying in bed and couldn't sleep it was really late and um i heard someone say my name they just went like, courtney and it sounded like my cousin elizabeth mm-hmm. but my cousin elizabeth was not here and i was like do not respond <laughs> do not respond and those things freak me out like whenever they think they they just saw their mom or something, you know, yeah, like, like a and doppelganger. Then, like, yeah, and then you walk upstairs and they're in there. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Mom, you were just and they're downstairs. like, no, I've been here the whole time. Yeah, Ooh, that shit's yeah no, I like literally no one can see me right now, but my eyes are filled with tears, <laughs> and it's because I'm so scared. <laughs> what, what do you think would be more scarier, hearing like your name being called, or like thinking you see your mom and then she's literally like, I think sitting seeing on the couch. because like I feel like that is that. What is it? Right. You can hear shit, but what, right. why is there and like, in my an head, apparition? In my head, I'm like, okay, like if I hear something, I'm like picking up my skin well, out stop, of anxiety. <laughs> Your eyes are getting more water. I'm so scared. <laughs> um, I think in my head, like, if you hear something, you can write it off as something else. Yeah. Like, oh, like the fan was just weird or like, oh, like, you know, if you lay in silence for too long, like you just think you hear like, have you ever like laid your head on a pillow? Now the tears come. <laughs> have you ever like laid your head on a pillow and thought you heard the radio? No, but sometimes I lay on the on the couch in the living room, and I think I hear, like, a knock noise. Uh-huh. Or there was a couple of weeks ago. I'm never staying out of your house again. <laughs> no, there was a couple of weeks ago. I don't... I don't know if it was because Brendan, like, had an extra fan in the room that mm, night. Maybe. But I could not fall asleep because I kept hearing sounding, like, on the wall. Just a constant bang. <gasps> no. And not, no, not, no. Not, not, like, in the creepy, like demonic way like doo, 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 doo. it was just kind of like doo, doo. all throughout the night it did it all the way until i woke up the next morning and i asked sammy the next day i was like did you hear anything I'm like i didn't hear anything because it kind of sounded like it was coming from like in between your guys's rooms yeah in between our rooms no 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 and brendan said he heard it a couple times too and i'm like babe i literally heard it all freaking nay, nay. night i'm never staying night at your house ever again 
next Friday comes around. <laughs> and if I do, I'm sleeping in bed with you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Something's in my hair. Anyway. Yeah, no. I think, like, whenever... Because I sleep with a fan. Like, you don't sleep with your fan on. Box fan like I do. Yeah. But when I sleep with a fan on, like, sometimes I'll be laying in bed and, like, trying to fall asleep. And, like, the fan's, like... I sleep with it in my face, you know? And I'll be, like... I'll lift my head up off the pillow and be, like... Is that somebody playing music? No, it's just a fan. And then, like, I'll lay back down and, like, I think it's music. You're not going to sleep with your fan tonight? Yes, I am. I don't want to hear anything else. (laughs) Hello? Courtney? Hello? Hello? (laughs) Hello? It's the ice cream guy. (laughs) Oh, I might want to hear that, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The the eyes. Okay. I was just about to say, the tweevers are the best. All right, all right. So, I only got a little bit more left of the story. Oh, I just pulled my headphones. Go ahead. Um, so there was like different names for self, but this one was just plain cell four. And this part killed me whenever I read it or seen it. Cell four was a cell for rapist mm-hmm. and robbers. <laughs> <laughs> I put a parentheses, which those are two completely different They start different with the same things. letter. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about maybe it. Maybe it was alphabetized. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But, um. Like of all the things you could put together, like they're just trying to earn some money. Pretty much, I guess. They're like, why are we in here with these trash people? (laughs) Like, I don't think a robber is going to hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they killed someone, maybe. But, like, like, here, for example, I think how Lucifer's next season is going to start off is um, his season two, season three, and season four started off with the same guy robbing either one was a jewelry store, one was, like, a Brinks truck. Mm Mm-hmm. And then on the fourth season, it was Lucifer. But he didn't know he was actually Lucifer, you know? But Lucifer wasn't mad. He was like, you're just a, you're just a thief, you know? Right. Like, you just need to get your life together. And so, I think he's going to be in the first episode of this one, too. And obviously, Lucifer's in hell now. Real in hell again. And I think it's going to start Spoilers. off with him down there. And Lucifer's going to be pissed off. He's going to be like, well, you don't belong here, you know, like. You literally just stole some money. Weren't the two people on the cross next to Jesus thieves, though? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure because, you know, on either side of Jesus, there were two people, and I'm pretty sure they were both thieves, and one of them asked for forgiveness. So I think mm-hmm. that that does, in the Christian belief, equal yeah. I don't sin. know what it is. I think like, to sin me, in, in my general eye, equals com- going to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think but that stealing us being alive is a sin. Well, that's not true. Our actions cause us to sin. Well, we commit sin, like, every day. Daily, because of our actions. So it's pretty much us being all, alive. <laughs> all sin and fall short of the glory of God. That's in the Bible. Yeah, we're all not worthy. Yeah, but that's all we ask for forgiveness for. And I think it'd be easier for a robber to get forgiveness than a rapist. I think that, oops, if you genuinely ask for forgiveness despite what you've done, you are granted that forgiveness because God is merciful. Well, I'm not a rapist or a robber, so right, I'll never I don't know. have to worry about I'll that. I'll never know, but I don't know. Um, That's just my personal belief. <laughs> so this, uh, in cell four for the rapists and robbers, um, years after now that it's a museum people would say like they would be in there mm-hmm. and they'll see like this man like leaning up against the wall with a cigar 
And, like, they'll, like, kind of see it over from the corner of their eyes, and then once they make eye contact with them, they'll look at each other, and then he'll just, like, disappear. I don't ever want to make eye contact with anything spiritual. Ever. Spiritual, maybe, but, like, you know. No, I don't. Demons. <laughs> Anyways. I don't want to make eye contact with them, either. I don't want to make eye contact with the demon. I'm just saying spiritual. Oh, like, I don't want to make eye contact with anything. <laughs> like if I saw something that like I knew for a fact it was like my grandpa, then yeah, I would love to look at that in the eye. Oh, yeah. That's a valid point. Maybe. I think it still would scare me. Yeah, it would probably be scary as hell, but I would think it never happened before. You would probably feel at ease if something like that happened. Do you think like... Oh, I just got chills thinking about it. <laughs> do you think that would give you like a peace or do you think that would give you like a fright? Which, like, which one? Like, seeing them? I think it would be, like, like peaceful. Family. You think so? I think it would give me quite the fright. I think it would probably be peaceful, especially if you miss them. Hold on, I gotta itch. I'll allow it. It's because I let my hair down all day long and my hair's been annoying me. Mine's annoying me, too. Our hair's about the same length right now because I went and got mine cut. <sighs> I need to get mine cut so bad. <sighs> okay. Okay. I'll let you finish your Anyway, so, pretty much, like, there's a, a video of a guy talking. And he was pretty much saying, like, I'll walk around, do my rounds throughout the night, check all the cells, just look at the museum. And I would hear footsteps coming up behind me. And then, and then it was funny because he goes, and then I quit. <laughs> he just quit his job. <laughs> I would walk out and never come back. Like, yeah, he said you'll, like, hear me. people, like, screaming and crying for help or whatever. Oh, that's so sad. But, I mean, do the crime. You do the crime. <laughs> Just kidding, you don't gotta do that type of uh, time, like, though. That shit's you, fucked up. <laughs> you did the crime for eternity. You will live this out. Pretty much. And that's the motherfucking tea. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, it's up to you if you want me to talk about, like, other stuff. For sure. What. Tell me all about your family. <laughs> Make me not be able to sleep tonight. Alright, well, only thing for me... Have you ever experienced anything personally? Yeah. Okay, tell me There's about it. two things. I feel like we're in therapy right now. <laughs> and how does that make you feel? <laughs> one was more scary than the other, so I'll do the least scary one first. Okay. So, do you remember my mom's basement? Mm-hmm. I slept okay. in it the night you got, before you got married. Okay, so, so the wide open area. Mm-hmm. Me and Ben, like, flip-flopped. He used to sleep out in the wide open area. And then the little room in the back. And then I was in the little, the little room. And then we flipped. So before I met Brendan, I was in that big wide open area. Mm-hmm. And Ben used to say, we have a, in the laundry room, there's a back door. He used to pee in the door. drain. Well, yeah, that's oh, okay. <laughs> that All the, I think every guy in our family has peed in that damn drain. No wonder why it's like ass down there. But um, we had a, a back door to get outside. Oh, okay. I don't remember the back door. And so... Um, Ben would sneak out and hang out with girls, you know, like typical Ben. ben. <laughs> Just Ben. And I remember it was like raining one night and he he's like, you know, it'd be fine. Just I'll, I'll be back later or whatever. I'm like, okay. And me being like the stupid younger sister, I was a little worried because it was raining and whatnot. And I was like half asleep and then it sounded like a bang against our uh, washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. And those make specific noises, you know, like yeah, kind of yeah. really You know really what loud. those sound like. Waited for Ben. Nothing. Waited for Ben. Never fucking came. And I was like, okay. <laughs> because <laughs> it's fine. My, the wall where my bed was was right up against it. Like right up against that wall, you know? But, yeah. 
And then the second thing was, this shit was freaky, okay? Oh my god, my eyes are already watering! <laughs> this shit always, so our carpet down there was, like, the really, to the ground, like, barely anything. It, was pretty, it might as well, it was Yeah, yeah, I concrete. know what you mean. It wasn't, like, really fluffy that you're, like, comfortable to lay on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Brendan slept on that, because, obviously, my mom didn't want to sleep in the bed together when we were dating, you know? Oh, I didn't know he so did. So, he slept on the hard concrete, concrete. <laughs> with this, like... 18th century box fan from my great that great grandma <laughs> i just think it's it made such a big noise like, those are the best ones the loud ones he loved the it best so ones. much but this thing was bigger than our freaking house <laughs> <laughs> this thing was huge but um anyways i don't think that was there and i was facing towards the fireplace dozing off and then it sounded like whenever you have socks on and your feet are like doing that. Yeah, so I was just yeah. sitting there and it all of a sudden here and like got super close up to me and I like jumped up and I was like, Yes. <laughs> what the? It literally sounded like someone was just running right at me. No. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> your eyes. I guess the one only other thing I can say about me personally in our new house now. <laughs> no, no, no. I sleep there a lot. No, I, I, I think I've told you this before, though. Is it about the hallway? Yeah. Okay. Like my dream type yeah, yeah. thing? <laughs> Your eyes are so big. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sleep in that I have to sleep in that house. I sleep in there every night. Okay, no, I don't know how you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are so watery. I am like They're just streaming right, down well, my... This, this freaks me out for multiple reasons, but the main one is because Jason was living with us at the time. Okay, I forgot about that. Jason was living with us and... Which is Joanne's nephew. He's quite small. Yeah. So he was three at the time, but he was living with us at the time and Brendan was working overnight and I was trying to stay awake as long as possible for him to get home, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't going to happen. So I was put Jason to bed, laying down, trying to watch TV. I got the dogs with me or whatever and I guess I passed out and my dream was like, what's that girl's name from a... Angelina Jolie plays her. Oh, Maleficent? Yeah. It was kind of like how her, her head horns. looks, but like more wide out, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was just like this big black figure with like horns. Like the like the girl that plays um, in Thor? Yeah, kind of like her. Yeah, I can't. It's like his sister Helena or something. Or Hel- Helena, something like that. Yeah. And it's weird though, because like in the dream, it's like I could see different, there's like different points of view of what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it from our kitchen. Start to walk down. And then it was like I was watching it walk down. And then it was, I was where my body was, but I was watching it happen. And I remember in my dream, I was freaking out that I was going to go get Jason. Mm-hmm. But then it turned and like went towards me. And then like once it got closer to bed, I woke up. <laughs> and then like, thank God the dogs were in there. Because I like sat there and I like was freaking out, like hallucinating. And then I was like, I gotta check on Jason, you know? And so I checked on him, and obviously he was fine, but... My kids are just gonna have to survive on their own. Like, if I, if I woke up from a dream like that, and I was like, I need to go check on my kids, I would be like, they're gonna have to wait till the morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just like, I was, I'm was i not even a parent, but it's just kind of like that parental thing just kind of kicks in, you know? And you're no, like, I don't. You gotta, you gotta do it, but... um. The only thing I've ever done is catch throw up in my hands. I, I've never gotten... Out of bed that I'm scared. 
<laughs> You're so stupid. I'm gonna be um, such a good mom. <laughs> um, um, um. Oh, my 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 parents' uh, old apartment. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the city of St. Louis. Who knows? And um, this was when my brother was like I wasn't even alive, so he was probably like five because he's like five you years. That much. Yeah, he just turned thirty this year, didn't he? Yeah. And so he was probably literally five. Huh. My mom might have been pregnant with me. I don't know. But they lived in this tiny apartment in the city. And uh, I only believe it because, like, if it was just, like, my dad saying shit, I wouldn't believe it because he'd always like to try to mess with us. Yeah. But it's, like, dad, mom, Ben, and my cousin Emily and Aunt Jill. Okay. All witness this shit happen to where, like, Ben's room the drawers of his his like drawers would start opening and closing <laughs> and he had like this duck in there oh that apparently this is the only part that kind of fucks with me because i don't think it really happened did it quack that it like made noise was it like a toy that made noise it was like a stuffed animal throw the whole kid away <laughs> <Throw the> whole <laughs> kid. um i can't remember what else but like i know um jill used to stay there sometimes and she would sleep in the living room. No one lived upstairs, but and she would, she would hear, like, babies crying. I think I've heard Jill say that before. Yeah. Whenever we... We always get around to this topic somehow, I feel like. Yeah. But that part messes with me a lot. And, like, my cousin Emily would be there, too, whenever this stuff would happen. Because they're at the same age, Ben and Emily. But later on, like, whenever you look up the address, like, I don't remember the address anymore, but... The story of it was a woman was murdered in the bathtub. Oh, that's tragic. And so every time you would look up the address. I feel like somebody's watching me from behind right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see anyone. (laughs) But anytime you would look up the address, they would show just a bathtub. I feel like you've told me that. Yeah, like. (sighs) Fucking creepy. Yeah, that's really weird. I don't like it. Tell me more. I'm not going to say anything. Okay, so. um, Oh, why? Why? I was going to say something that might freak you out later on, so I don't want to talk don't about do it. it. Exactly. Don't do it. So my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Long story short. She's scary. But, um. Your cousin? Letty? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. She wasn't your niece. No, she's my goddaughter. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. You can talk about Letty. I've, I feel like I've heard all the Letty stories. They're terrifying. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are, but I know them already, so you can tell them if you would like. I'm only gonna tell the creepiest one. Is it the priest? No. The, yeah, the two creepiest <laughs> okay, ones. Okay. The two creepiest ones. So the priest one. The priest one is really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the chill bumps, man. <sighs> Goose kid. <Like. laughs> All right. So, um, long story short, I, obviously kids have like a sixth sense. Yeah, they're like animals, you know, uh-huh. like. Now they'll sometimes see something and bark, but there's nothing there. You know, like I remember that too. It's terrifying. It's scary, and I hate it, and I want to get rid of them. (laughs) (laughs) But you love them because they also protect you with their life. I don't think Samson would. (laughs) I think he would be like, take her. (laughs) Um. All right. So, anyway, she's five, six, five. Shit, my god. She's your goddaughter, not mine. (laughs) I think she's six. Yes, six. I think she just turned six. They went to Jojo Siwa for her birthday. Yeah. Why do I know so much about this? Because <laughs> you're like family, so. <laughs> I do uh, love Letty. Anyway, so 
this stuff was happening about a year, two years ago, and she was sort of just saying weird things, seeing weird, say, uh, saying and seeing weird things, and they would just kind of blow it off or whatever. Yeah, she's a weird kid, okay. <laughs> it's like she, and she's a kid, but anyway, so one of them was like, long story short, she would be seeing like creepy things. And, like, at once she thought she saw a monkey in her room. Yeah, yeah, you told me that story. That's like, all right. It's weird, but okay. It's whatever. Monkey. But then, the, all right, we'll do the priest one first. Yeah, that one's pretty weird. Said something, well, she said something like the priest was in the fire. In the fire, yeah. Like, she, like, rushed into the living room to my aunt uncle and was like, you gotta help me, the priest is in the fire. And they're kind of like... The fuck she you know like what? What, what do you do if your little kid because he says you gotta help me the priest a you priest get rid of the kid <laughs> priest out of all people is yeah. in the fire that's like saying well, a she nun. goes to like a private catholic school correct yeah they both do yeah but and then obviously like jill and luke go in there there's nothing yeah what makes you or i think they said the bad man pushed the priest yeah in the fire. well at first i think if I remember the story correctly, I think Jill told me this story before you did, actually. But apparently, like, she came in and was like, the priest is in the fire, like, you need to help me. And they, like, they're like, okay, whatever, Letty, like, it's fine. And then, then she, like, came back and was adamant, like, no, like, the bad man pushed the priest in the fire, like, you need to come, come. And they, like, went and looked and there was nothing. And that's, I think that's how the story goes. Okay. The one that's even more scary to me, though, is, like, these two, like... I think they kind of like there's two of them that lead like they're like the same thing so mm-hmm. like jill w- woke up to like letty screaming okay don't like that and she was like holding her stomach mm-hmm. and when jill went in she's like you okay or whatever like freaking out are you okay and she said like the man was scratching my stomach mm-hmm. like what the Mm-mm. what no 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 and then the other one, I can't remember if she said she heard her crying or screaming or something, but this is... <laughs> she walks in there, and she's literally, like, she's kneeling at, on a pew, mm-hmm. just sitting there, like... Praying. Praying, and looking in the corner. You've told me this one before, too, if I still don't like that. Just kneeling, looking in the corner of the wall. And she was, like, sleeping? Yeah, like, I positive jill had to like wake her up like that's so creepy and what's weird is like it's all that room <laughs> whenever jill Luke first got married i would always go over there and burn cds online you know with lime wire or whatever i love lime wire. <laughs> i had so Spotify. many burnt cds but <laughs> i would always go over there but that room that's where their computer room was and it would always wide open room but the computer was in the corner and your back was always faced Towards the hallway and everything. And I would always get freaked out just sitting there by myself really? doing it. Yeah, just like it'd feel like something's like come up behind me. I know exactly how you feel. That's how I felt sitting there. Don't like that. <clears throat> Poor the last thing I could say is my dad worked at the hospital that had an exorcism. But yeah, that's it. Like the, the exorcism, y'all. Like the exorcist movie. The exorcism that happened I think it in St. Louis. It was a boy, Louis. wasn't it? it yeah, it was, was a boy. That happened in St. Louis at the Alexian Brothers Hospital? Yeah. Alexian election, but yeah. Oh, I've always, I've always heard Alexian. Yeah. Anyway. But whenever he was there, it was the whole, I think, ward. I don't know what floor or whatever it was, but he said it was just completely like, just creepy looking and just locked down. Weird. 
They just closed the whole thing off. Yeah. Which, I mean, do you blame them? No. But, um, yeah. That's it? That's all your group of stories? Top of my head, yeah. That's wild. That is so crazy. I am gonna cry some more. But I have a joke for you. Oh, I forgot we do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we do that again. As if this is something you offer. Okay, I listen to it all the time. It. Don't read it. Okay. Why don't cannibals eat clowns? Why don't you just do a clown one? Get it over Say it again. Why don't cannibals eat clowns? I don't really don't know. Because they taste funny. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> I want to touch a clown with a 10-foot pole. If you had to choose between touching a clown or touching feet, what would you choose? You know, it's weird because... You would choose feet, wouldn't you? I would choose a foot, but listen. You can't say a baby foot. Okay, listen. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to tell you something. <laughs> I didn't write it down on my, as, as my little resolution. I didn't write it down, but I told Brendan, I was like, this year... I am going to, like, full-blown touch your foot. Oh. So I, I can touch his foot, like, through the blanket now. Uh-huh. You're, like, making progress. Ben said he kind of enjoys feet. He thinks girls' feet are enjoyable. That makes sense to me. That Ben would think that. <laughs> <laughs> ben. You know, we were, me and Brendan had, like, a weird, just, like, on the whole way home yesterday, we just talked about, like, how fucked up my family is and whatnot, and... It talked about how Ben's an asshole, but Brennan's like, he's an asshole, but I don't think he's like purposely trying to no, do it. No, he doesn't know he is. He, does, he doesn't know he's an asshole. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I remember my mom telling me a story when Ben was like weeks old and they were all, because they all lived at my grandma Marty's house at the uh-huh. time and they're all having like breakfast or something. And But Ben was in like a, a car seat and apparently I'm like, my dad like pulled out the chair took a step and stepped on Ben <laughs> and I told him <laughs> not funny I'm sorry I don't know I mean why. Ben's alive I know he's I don't six know foot why. five he's fine I don't know why I laughed but I told Brendan I was like maybe that's what happened like the like dad stepped on him and now he's just an asshole and he just doesn't realize it but he really doesn't realize he doesn't, it but like he when he offended me he genuinely was like Courtney I was trying to compliment you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the thing, though. It's just like, it's who he is. And there's some things he's purposely trying to be an asshole. Yeah. But literally, like, 98% of his life, he's been the way he is now. Yeah, yeah. But he, just he comes can't across help wrong. It. I think he just comes across wrong. Like, he chooses the wrong words. Like, we talked about this. We talked about this. There's a difference between, like, ooh, girl, you thick. Yeah. And, like. You know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't want to I don't have to throw all my dirty laundry out there for everyone. He reminds me of the kind of person who would see a fat girl and be like, oh my God, when's your baby due? And like genuinely happy for them that they're going to have a baby, but they're just fat. My dad's done that too. Um, growing up, there was this couple who lived right next door to us, uh, Ronnie and Oshi, and they freaking, <laughs> they like, because Doug and Carrie live there now when we were there. And, but Ronnie came over or something like that to visit. She legit looked pre- I'm not going to lie. She looked pregnant. She yeah. didn't look fat. She just looked like she had a freaking bump. She had a belly. Well, a belly bump is normal to an extent. Yeah. And then my dad was like, oh, how far along are you? And she's like, 
I'm not. And I'm like, Corny, let me tell you, this was one of the most awkward situations I've ever I been in my been life. Asked. And my dad was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and he always does this, like, kind of like, him. oh my God. I can see him doing this. I've, I've literally been asked, I've had someone ask me when my baby was due. I would ball my eyes out. I did. We were actually, we were at a restaurant. I think you told me this before. Yeah. And uh, we were, like, in line waiting to be seated. And, like, this lady came up to me and was like, so, like, when's your baby due? And I said, well, I've got pregnant, so. (laughs) And then my dad was like, he walked up to the lady and was like, what the F is wrong with you? Dad's always sticking up for me. But, yeah. Well, guys. I had a dad that stuck up for me. (laughs) All right, that's the end of the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to our daddy issues. Okay, we'll see you guys. daddy you don't have daddy issues one of us has daddy issues and it's not me exactly <laughs> i don't think you have daddy issues though i think you just dislike your father I still like him but i don't think you have like some prolonged drama or anything you're weird but i mean i don't think that has anything to do with your dad <laughs> <laughs> okay love you <laughs> all right i guess i'll see you guys later say bye 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 <laughs>